Hi everyone, welcome back to the Rise of Digital Marketing with Dorsa Rabi. My name is Dorsa Rabi and today I have an exciting episode for you all. I will be interviewing Victoria Flores, a junior level SEO specialist here in Houston, Texas. I would like for her to share some insight on what it is working with SEO. So thank you so much for being here today, Victoria. Hello, nice being here. <laughs> so Victoria, my first question for you is what made you want to work in a digital marketing field as an SEO specialist? Good question. Um, I've worked as an SEO intern uh, for Fortia and also at my college. Um, so I kind of have been in SEO for a while. I would say maybe two years prior to being full-time. Um, but something that I really like about it is kind of the content side of it. So kind of figuring out how to get people to rank on that side. Um, and it's very challenging as, as well and, and it's always changing. So I think that that's something that I, I really like about it. Awesome. And did you ever want to kind of learn more about PPC? Um, so at my internship here for Thea, um, I kind of got a taste for what it was like. Um, I think that the only thing that was very stressful for me uh, and it made me not really want to go into it was kind of the the more math based and like kind of bidding. Yeah. I, I think it's like very stressful, but yeah, I, I mean, I kind of d- dabbled in it a little bit, but awesome. Yeah. So what do you usually say when a client asks you, can you guarantee we will rank? Because I've heard that's something some clients here tell our specialists. Yes. So that is like a very, I wouldn't really say tough question, but it's kind of hard to give a straight answer because um, ranking isn't the main goal of SEO. Like there's more strategies and things that need to be put in place. So guaranteeing a rank isn't really the main objective like there are other things that we want to make sure that that we do like uh, making sure that their sitemaps are there making sure that their robots files are there making sure that they have good content Um, so it basically we have to set a foundation first and then from there what we're able to like kind of track what like where their ranking is so exactly. even if they're ranking on on the second page it's not really a bad thing because then that could change within the next like a month or so right um so it's always changing and it takes time yeah if a client asks how long would it take to rank on google what is your typical answer yeah, so a typical answer that you know is very common is kind of saying that it would take approximately like three months. So that's basically a good amount of time to uh, put the keywords on on a page um, to optimize their content, and then that would happen all in the first month. And then within two month two and three, we're able to track like how those pages rank, um, and then by the third month, we're able to give more of a straight answer on like where where they they are. On Google and being and things like that. So Victoria, how much time do you usually spend understanding a client's business? It takes quite a amount of time. Like you can't really be an expert within a week. So you're kind of trying to understand the market that they're in completely. Uh, for example, I have a security alarm client, and there are a lot of things that I didn't know about, like like security fobs, like right. these cloud security cameras. So you kind of learn as you go. Um, but it's really important to first understand like who their audience is, like what their goal is. Um, are are they B two C, B two B? So basically 
basically like asking those questions when you initially meet the client and then from there when you're working on on a lot of their client work you kind of gain a better understanding about like what the what the consumer would be looking for if they were to try to try to seek out that specific client services um, or goods and then kind of looking at it from the business's perspective as well so like you kind of want to get a a 360 review of, of of the whole company um, but it does take a quite amount of time um, it won't happen like within a week or or a month but I think you start to gain a better un, an understanding of, over time okay. gotcha yeah. which tools do you use to perform data analysis so I use quite a few of my tools so I use BrightEdge which is a platform that we use here at Fortia so in that platform we're able to track a keyword performance over time, page rank. Um, we're able to compare client websites against our competitors and like see where they rank. So BrightEdge is like a tool that we use a lot here. So I'm constantly in there almost like every day. And we also use Google An Analytics. Um, in there, we're able to see a lot more. We're able to see like how the consumer goes in, in a website, where they enter, where they exit. Um, specific terms that they search in in a website if they have a search bar like there's so many things that you can look at um, in there as well um, we use Google my business this is for local S SEO so kind of seeing um, like how many people are looking at this that specific listing um, if anything needs to be updated with photos um, times that, that, that the business is open um, things like that and then we also can go into Bing as well, so like Bing Places and Bing Webmaster to make sure that our clients are ranking there as well. And then Google Search Console is really good um, from a technical standpoint to make sure that pages are being indexed, that they're being crawled. Um, so yeah, these are like the main tools that I use um, to make sure that a, like a client's website is running really good. How do you conduct keyword research? Yes, so for keyword research, there's a lot of different ways that people tackle it. So basically a good overview would be you start with a seed. So a seed is basically a topic, idea, and, and or a head keyword. Um, so I'm gonna try to give an example, let me think. So like for PetSmart, for example, um, let's say you're trying to sell like I don't know, like fish tanks. So mm -hmm. if you want to sell like a specific type of fish tank, then I, you would just start with the seed topic. So, okay, I'm gonna start with fish tank and then I'm gonna make like buckets around that. So like specific sizes, uh, materials, things like that. Um, so like specific tools that you would use in this part would probably be like Moz Bar and the Moz Keyword Explorer. So to kind of get a good general overview of what you're looking for. Um, and then you want to generate some keyword ideas. So find keywords that are being searched for by people right now. So you can go into Google Search Console, Google Suggest. So that is like when you type in a query. So like if you're looking for like a specific way to uh, I don't know, like set up a fish tank and you type that in, then there are questions that will pop up in Google and you can kind of pull from there to see what people are searching for. Um, you can also look for people also ask and, and answer the public. Um, those are also good tools to use during that step. And then you want to understand the keyword metrics. So look at what the volume is for each keyword, because if you're choosing keywords that don't have very much volume, um, then 
that's not really gonna help whatever page you're trying to to optimize with those keywords. Um, so for that stage, you wanna look at Moz Keyword Explorer, Google Trends to kind of see like if people are searching for that, like in like at that time of year, um, if it's like, you know, during, during the holidays that people are searching for something or like during the summer. Um, and then you can also use um, Google AdWords key Keyword Planner as well. Um, and then you want to or organize the keywords. So something um, that's good to do is to kind of section off pages and kind of put keywords where they fit best. So like if you're using, if you have like fish tanks, then you want to put that on like the fish tank page. Yeah. If you have a fish tank accessories, you want to put that on, on that page. Um, so just making sure that you're putting the, the keywords where that where they make sense to be placed. Right. Um, and then you want to prioritize based on the research. So you, you just want to make sure that, again, your keywords have traffic and that they're going in the correct place on, on your website. So that's like a good basic way to, to, to do that. What are steps you take to optimize a website? Yes. So this is a very long process and it could take like up to a year to be able to do like a good first round of it. Um, mm -hmm. So basically you want to do your initial research first. So like we talked about before, like kind of understanding the market and then you want to go ahead and look for keywords and then you want to conduct a technical audit. So a technical audit is something that does take a lot of time. Um, that That's making sure that you have a sitemap. So a, a sitemap, again, is basically you put this, um, you submit this into like Google Search Console, and that helps uh, the crawlers on Google be, be able to crawl your website, and then it sends them to be indexed, and then ultimately it decides where you rank in Google. Um, so make sure you have sitemaps, robots, files put into place, place metadata, make sure sites speed is, is up to um, is like up, up to standards so making sure that the website isn't going too slow because if the website goes slow then people won't stay there so we want to make sure that all all those things are present optimized and, and are being seen by Google right. um, and then for local SEO if you have a client that's local you want to make sure that their Google and Bing listings do exist mm -hmm. um, I think Personally, I think Bing is, all, is like a good thing to have as well. Yeah. E even though you may not get a lot of traffic from it or yeah. very many conversions, I think it's just good to have all of your bases covered. Um, so you can do that in Google My Business and Bing Places. Right. Um, and then you want to go and look at content. So content is a ranking factor. Um, so um, we want to make sure that your content is relevant and is very helpful and you're not just putting content on your website just to have it there. Right. Um, so it's good to make sure that the content is optimized with keywords, has a call to action, internal links, and overall good structure when it comes to header tags. So when it comes to header tags, just making sure that you have like one H1 on a, on a page, um, a couple of H2s, and then your threes and fours uh, that, that come after that. So just making sure that everything is structured nice. So that's like a good overview, and it's basically a constant cycle. So mm -hmm. like... And like the second half of the year, you, you want to go back and look at your keywords and you want to make sure that your site maps is being updated to have like new web pages that, that you put on there, new blog posts and things like that. So it, it is a, a, a constant cycle. So exactly. Yeah. As an SEO specialist, are you up to date with Google's algorithm changes? Yes, I think as an SEO, you have to be. And I think that's one of the things like when you're initially starting, you want to understand like when those al al algorithm changes happened. Um, so 
in order to understand what's going on and like for example if you have a client and all of a sudden you see like a sharp drop in traffic like let's say in august um and you've never seen that before in previous years and you can kind of assume that something happened with google so you can go and look at moz moz kinds of they keep track of all of all, all of the changes that have happened in google um so you can go in there and you can kind of see like why that large drop in traffic happened. Um, so one of the most recent ones to date was the YLYM update, which stands for your life, your money. Um, so basically any site that was about like your like a life page or like your, how, how to manage your money page, so this could be like lawyers, health professionals, um, things like that, their uh, traffic was, was impacted by this. So basically, um, if oh. you were around these topics um, without good and relevant content, mm-hmm. then you you were Im- impacted significantly. So it's good to make sure that you're up to date on what changes that Google has so that you're able to kind of explain it to your clients. You're able to um, ad- adjust whatever strategies that, that, that you have in place right. as well. Um, but yeah, it's very important. I agree. Do you code in any programming language? Yes, so I think it's good as an SEO to kind of have a good understanding, or at least a basic understanding of HTML. Like, I think that's the main programming language that I use. Um, And as an SEO, you just need to know the basics again. So, for example, when looking at a website, you want to make sure that header tags are in order. So just having a good idea about what tags are, like how to uh, put in, like, image tags. Um, So, like, knowing where, like, H1s, H2s go and things like that. I think it's just good to have a good overview. So, like, when you're looking at where specific code is on a website you're you're able to easily find that and you can do that through the inspect element tool um, on google when you right click so overall i think that you don't really need to know like a lot of coding language um, but if you know html and maybe css then then those are good ones to know gotcha So thank you, Victoria, for joining my podcast and explaining more about what SEO specialists do and your day-to-day tasks. Thank you so much for having me. It was really great being here. Awesome.